ILCA is today the world's leading and most important multidisciplinary society tackling liver cancer. ILCA. Hello, everyone. My name is Lorenza Remassa. I'm Associate Professor of Medical Oncology at Humanitas University and Humanitas Research Hospital in Milan, Italy. Today, I have the pleasure of being here with uh, Pierre Nahon, who is Professor of Hepatology at the University of Paris in France. And we are going to have a discussion about the session entitled Design of Clinical Trials for Adjuvant and Local Regional Strategies that we had the pleasure to co-chair at the ISOL Liver Cancer Summit 2022. During this session, uh, speakers and panelists discuss some of the most relevant hot topics in the field of adjuvant and local regional strategies for liver cancer, including HCC, hepatocellular carcinoma, and cholangiocarcinoma, or uh, CCA. The first talk was an overview on latest adjuvant and local regional studies in liver cancer with a focus on study design and lesson learned from uh, cholangiocarcinoma given by Julienne Deligne from the Eugène Marquis Comprehensive Cancer Center in Rennes, France. And uh, during the discussion, we had also the pleasure to discuss these topics with uh, Juan Valle from the Christine Manchester, UK. So Pierre, would you like to comment on what has been presented and discussed on this topic? Yes, it was uh, indeed a very, very interesting session. When we designed the, the planning for the, the Liver Cancer Summit, it appeared really important to start to talk about these adjuvant approaches because, of course, we do not have any clear and strong data right now except from small pilot studies, but it will probably change the future. And uh, this was the idea of starting with uh, Julian Edlin's experience in adjuvant uh, treatment for cholangiocarcinoma because for cholangiocarcinoma, we already have data uh, as compared with HCC. I found that Julian did a very, very interesting talk because the whole thing is a methodological standpoint about these trials. And he highlighted how much heterogeneity of uh, cholangiocarcinoma may have impacted the results because usually these trials uh, included patients with intrahepatic cholangiocarcinoma, biliary carcinoma, etc. But on, so it would be, of course, more interesting to have uh, dedicated trials to intrahepatic or gallbladder, etc. But of course, cholangiocarcinoma is a rare tumor. So this is the idea of uh, mixing all these kind of tumors together. I don't know what you think, but do we have enough cholangiocarcinoma in Europe to run trials in each category? I'm not sure. And I was quite convinced by uh, the demonstration by Julien that we have to do with what we have. And although the results may be uh, conflicting, in the end, we have uh, quite strong data suggesting that adjuvant therapy for uh, uh, cholangiocarcinoma, whatever the localization, be performed. What is your opinion and what is the standard of care for you, for example, in Italy? Yeah, Pierre, I totally agree. In theory, maybe it would be uh, better to have uh, adjuvant trials uh, for the different types of uh, cholangiocarcinoma, so intrahepatic, extrahepatic, bladder, and so on. But we don't have uh, so many data suggesting that the response of chemo to chemotherapy is uh, so different. And also, it's really important, as you mentioned, that we have to design and run feasible clinical trials. So maybe not the best design, but a feasible trial. We know that in the past, uh, adjuvant trials uh, required uh, lots of years to be completed. So if we split in different uh, um, subtypes, I think uh, that they are not uh, feasible. So I totally agree that uh, using chemotherapy in the adjuvant setting, it's correct to run trials, including all types of biliary tract cancer. 
And, uh, and another important point that Julian mentioned was the, the end point. So is the, the overall survival or the relapse-free survival the best end point for adjuvant uh, trials? What do you think about this? Uh, my opinion is that this is something we really have to consider for liver cancer, for uh, HEC. For uh, cholangiocarcinoma, because the local regional therapy are not as wide as for HEC, because it, they do not really endorse in the guidelines the ablation and the uh, embolization and so on. I think that overall survival uh, is a better endpoint in cholangiocarcinoma. And remember, we saw this uh, uh, example that Julien gave to us with the, the median survival, which was not the right, maybe the right endpoint clearly. The, uh, finally, the overall survival. Uh, I don't know if you remember this uh, example, but yeah. it showed that on the long term, overall survival should be the best endpoint for uh, cholangiocarcinoma, including adjuvant uh, uh, trials. Yeah, and Julien uh, mentioned uh, very well and explained very well that it's important uh, uh, not to look at the medians. Uh, he, he compared the, the BILCAP study with the uh, GEMOX study, his study, and um, it's not important to compare the medians, but to look at the curves and to consider the hazard ratio, uh, because in the end you have the idea of the complete results of the trials and not only the medians. So I, I mentioned the BILCAP, um, and also I think importantly at uh, ASCO GI, also the ASCO trial was uh, uh, presented. So now we have a trial showing the benefit of a capecitabine in the adjuvant setting, and another trial that is in Asia, but with another fluoropyrimidine that confirmed the uh, activity in the adjuvant setting. So I think that at least so far we have uh, sufficient data to consider fluoropyrimidine as a standard of care in, in the adjuvant setting. Uh, we know that there is the Actica trial ongoing, so maybe in the future we will have a cisplatin gemcitabine. So far, I think a capecitabine in Western countries uh, is uh, the standard of care. And uh, another point, I think, uh, again at ASCO-GI, the TOPAS-1 trial was presented. So in, in the advanced setting uh, in the near future, in the next months, the standard of care will be uh, cisplatin gemcitabine plus turvaloma. Do you think that uh, these uh, results may have an impact also in the adjuvant setting or not yet or maybe no? Well, clearly, the, the, um, I think that it, it will be tempting to uh, speculate that improving the regimen as, uh, of adjuvant therapy would increase for these patients with uh, difficult to treat cancer. I mean, cholangiocarcinoma is, uh, is, uh, is a very, very tricky one to manage. I, it will be tempting to go further and go beyond the classical uh, chemotherapy and maybe start associating with Giovalimab uh, as in the, the Topaz study, because clearly the study that was presented at the ASCO-GI was uh, groundbreaking, not only because it increases survival in advanced stages, but because the tolerance seems to be quite good. And this is what we're looking at. These, these are patients that are supposed to be free of tumor, so they should be in fair uh, state. Uh, ECOG 001, so clearly these patients may benefit from association of uh, immunotherapy and chemotherapy. Maybe I think we will design, uh, discuss the design of the trials. Uh, would it be uh, so long? Because you remember the Topaz trial, it's a six-month course uh, plus chemotherapy, then Durva alone. So um, 
because it's going to take time. Again, we are facing, again, pragmatic issues here of running very long trials for which we have the answers several year, years later. Mm -hmm. We are eagerly waiting for these results for our patients, for our teams. So maybe it will be a mixed, uh, in my opinion. So, but clear, this is on the way. Yeah, totally agree again. So I think the last point of this talk that was, uh, you briefly touched on this, uh, is about local regional therapies for cholangiocarcinoma, because we have some studies already presented or published, but probably most of them are low quality studies. Uh, we, we don't have so robust data. Uh, I think we have to define how to select the population, which is the best uh, technique, uh, taste, for instance, or tear or cert. Uh, it's difficult to standardize uh, the technique. Another uh, open issue is uh, how to combine maybe local regional therapies with uh, um, systemic therapies. Uh, the accrual is difficult. Uh, Julienne um, mentioned the CIRCA trial that was a very interesting trial, radioembolization plus cisplatin gemcitabine, that the trial was uh, stopped, it was early stopped due to lack of enrollment or too slow enrollment. Uh, what do you think about uh, local regional therapy and potential combination with the systemic therapies? I would say it depends, uh, finally, the centers where the patients are managed. For example, yeah. uh, managed in hepatology centers where we have the habit of uh, dealing with patients with cirrhosis, discussion of transplantation and so on, I think that we may have uh, a wider range of proposals for patients and clearly, this is where, for example, in my center, we are really into uh, ablation therapy. So we have an experience in ablation therapy in cholangiocarcinoma, or at least on mixed hepato-cholangiocarcinoma, which is another issue here. But uh, there is room for this, uh, uh, for the testing and dedicated trials for this, uh, for example, ablative therapy for cholangiocarcinoma. Up to now, they are more reported as local experiences. But again, we're facing, as a pragmatic issue, uh, the low number of cases. So uh, do we have enough uh, patients to uh, randomize them into a surgery versus ablation, for example? I'm not sure about this. And clearly, this is what you said. Uh, I think cholangiocarcinoma is still a disease where this is surgery versus, uh, versus systemic therapy. And in between, we don't have enough experience. I think it will come with the with the years, and maybe randomized trials are not the golden uh, uh, the, the, the gold standard for this uh, evaluation. And maybe I think it's a, on a case by case basis. Clearly, yeah, yeah, I agree. So moving to the the second talk, there was on the rationale for combining therapy in HCC, given by Bruno Sangro from the University of Navarra in Pamplona, Spain, uh, Spain. And uh, Bruno talked about uh, the combination of uh, local regional therapies and systemic therapies in the past uh, with uh, tyrosine kinase inhibitors, and uh, more recently um, about uh, the uh, positive results of uh, uh, immune oncology drugs in the advanced setting. So maybe we have to consider to combine local regional therapy with uh, um, immune oncology uh, drugs and uh, immune checkpoint inhibitors. So. Um, we, for the, the combination of local regional therapies plus tyrosine kinase inhibitors, we have only the tactics, uh, tactics trial uh, run in Japan that was uh, positive with a, a new uh, endpoint, the untasteable progression. And uh, so we have to think of uh, combining local regional therapy with uh, immunotherapy. So what do you think about this? There are ongoing trials, so there are some data already available which is the future of uh, local regional therapies plus immune checkpoint inhibitors? Well, the, the only thing I can say that the future is very exciting 
<laughs> Agree, yeah. The boundaries are clearly blurring for HEC, where we have a more, I would say, standardized uh, approach because we have more patients. So we have been able to clearly say these patients should be treated with endoarterial treatment or ablative therapy, etc. So clearly it's it's more uh, fixed it's a more fixed uh, approach and clearly i think the main issue here is what is the clinical question because this is where we must clearly differentiate what we call the uh, downstaging approaches where we will combine for example uh, endoarterial treatments or even a large ablation, for example, for patients with BCLCB and or uh, BCLCB tumors, that could be downstaged to be come back to the curative setting. So this is the, what we would call the downstaging approach of combining treatment. Then we have the adjuvant, which is when a patient has been cleared of the tumor, uh, can we prevent recurrences? So this is a different question, and this is basically. I would say the kingdom of uh, all uh, industrial uh, trials that have been run in the last few years, and hopefully we'll get some issues, some results in the forthcoming months and years. And then I would say, the, for me, the most interesting approach is the new adjuvant approach, yeah. which is basically you have a patient, you know you can ablate or resect, but you want to, uh, I would say, potentialize. Uh, particularly for uh, ablative therapy, whether uh, um, thermal ablation or electroporation, you want to foster this effect of the ablative treatment and at the same time decrease recurrence because usually you combine neoadjuvant and adjuvant approaches. And we're getting now some uh, new uh, data. We have now two uh, pilot studies uh, published uh, this month showing that the necrosis of the tumor may uh, happen maybe 25 to 30% of patients. And in a patient that is a good candidate for a curative approach, this is a good sign because it, it seems that beyond the curative approach, you also provide a, a benefit in terms of necrosis of the tumor. So clearly we can expect that on the longer term, the patient will ultimately benefit from this uh, dual approaches. So clearly very, very exciting. Lots of trial going on, both on the industrial and academic setting and uh, a very exciting time for us in the, in the forthcoming years, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think uh, uh, there is a strong rationale also for combining that. You mentioned the, the adjuvant and new adjuvant setting that are really uh, exciting, but also in, in combination maybe with uh, a taste or other um, local regional therapies, there is a strong rationale in combining immunotherapy with uh, uh, this uh, treatment. Uh, you, we have in earlier uh, stages we have a less immunosuppressive tumor microenvironment and we can have a, a potential synergism with a local regional therapy. Uh, local regional therapy may increase uh, the amount of the exposure of neoantigens, so may increase uh, T-cell priming, may improve the tumor microenvironment. So again, there is a, a really a strong rationale for, for the combination. What we don't know, it's maybe in terms of uh, local regional therapies, uh, intral arterial uh, therapies, uh, which is the best one. So uh, would it be better to combine uh, immune checkpoint inhibitors with a TACE or with a uh, TAIR or CERT? We have some data from the Nazir HCC trial, or maybe also uh, there are data, not so many data in HCC, but maybe in other cancer types with uh, stereotactic body radiotherapy. So do you think there is... Um, better local regional therapies to be combined with a, a immune checkpoint inhibitors or we will have to see in, in the future 
Theory again, now for HCC, maybe we have uh, the ability to run different trials, taste uh, and immunotherapy, certain immunotherapy and uh, uh, radiation therapy versus uh, uh, with uh, immunotherapy. But I have a, a better question for you, which is are we really uh, uh, convinced that for some patients, the dual approach? of endoarterial uh, uh, arterial treatment plus immunotherapy will be better than immunotherapy alone. This is another point. So because all these, I'm quite surprised that most of the uh, ongoing industrial trials that, uh, for example, to com compare taste plus immunotherapy versus taste placebo, uh, they did not include an arm of uh, immunotherapy alone because in the end, maybe immunotherapy alone at least in some patients, may be enough. And we do, do not need to uh, combine immunotherapy and endoretial treatment for some BCLs, even for some BCLCB patients, because the risk of deteriorating the liver function is an issue here. So what is your thoughts about this? And how do you see uh, uh, what, we, what we can do to improve the scientific uh, proof of this? Yeah, uh, I think it's a really important point. As you mentioned, the um, uh, industry-sponsored trial, at least um, to my knowledge, local regional therapy mostly taste plus or minus immunotherapy. But there are ongoing academic trials, for instance, the ABC HCC, that are exactly com comparing uh, the uh, local regional therapy versus uh, immunotherapy. Because the question is there, you are perfectly right. We, we don't know. We, we have results with the systemic therapy, with the immunotherapy that are completely different uh, compared to the results we had in the past with uh, tyrosine kinase inhibitors. So it's possible that for patients with the intermediate stage HCC, maybe with a high tumor burden, or we, we have to define the characteristics, but maybe uh, systemic therapy can be the best option without local regional therapy. So for instance, the AABC uh, HCC, I think it will, it's a really important trial and will uh, give us uh, some important answers uh, in, in this field. So I, 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 in the end, I think we, we are living in exciting time for liver cancer, both uh, considering uh, advanced setting, but also the advanced setting and the intermediate setting. setting. Uh, we have new options for patients with advanced HCC, and we are trying to uh, have new options also for patients with early and uh, intermediate stage HCC. Um, I'm sure we will have more options in the future, but as we uh, discussed uh, so far, we have a several open issues. We have several questions that we have to uh, to address. So, uh, really exciting time. Thank you, Pierre. Thank you all for listening. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. ILCA is, today, the world's leading and most important multidisciplinary society tackling liver cancer. ILCA. ILCA. ILCA is today the world's leading and most important multidisciplinary society tackling liver cancer. ILCA